0: to Behavioral Grooves. My name is Kurt Nelson. And I'm Tim Houlihan. Behavioral Grooves is the podcast voted number one by Habit Weekly woohoo! and is considered a global top 20 social science podcast by Chartable. So we're here to tackle the why we do what we do and we have amazing researchers inspired authors and sharp practitioners of behavioral science to help us do that. We bring them to you for the purpose of expanding the community of those interested in applied behavioral science. That's right, Tim. And for more than three years,
1: we've done this without advertising. If you're interested in giving us a boost, a monthly subscription for the cost of a single cup of coffee per se, we encourage you to check out our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash behavioral grooves. And that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. And
0: sign up for a level that works for your budget. Yeah. We'd greatly appreciate it. We absolutely do. And let's also just quickly note that if you'd like to hear uh, some of these authors live and have a chance to interact with them, well, then check out the virtual conference that Kurt and I are hosting on January 8th, 2021. And it's called Nudge It North then there's a, there'll be links in the show notes uh, so, so that you can go out and register for that.
1: Yeah, and just remember to use the code Grooves to get your Behavior Grooves 15% discount off the cost of a ticket. You will not want to miss the lineup that we have for our inaugural event, and
0: we hope to see you there. Absolutely, okay. So shall we share our best behavioral book recommendations for 2020, Kurt? I think that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> we get to share this. So without further ado, Let's
1: review the books that Tim and I consider to be the most influential books that we read during 2020.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, you want to start first? You want to start with, with – should we start with a, a top top ten, basically, five from you, five from me? Well, why don't we start with just some of the books, just reviewing all of the authors that
1: we interviewed oh, that were on God. the show and, and it's sorry to say we have so many authors that we couldn't include all of them in our, in our top 10 books. But, man, these are great books that uh, we got to interview these authors from. And it's, a, it's an amazing list. So do you want to just go through sure. that list? Sure. Uh, and, and, and in advance, if we, we might have missed one or two. So we apologize in advance. If you're an author and, and we forgot to mention your book and we interviewed you,
0: um, it's just because there's so many great ones out there. Yeah, so we, we did have 72 unique guests in, in 2020, and, wow. and and 18 of them, at least 18 of them were authors, so it is it is pretty cool. Okay, so uh, Alchemy by Rory Sutherland. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah Messengers, uh, Who We Listen To, Who We Don't, and Why by Steve Martin and Joe Marks. Okay, I'm going to woohoo on all of these, so I'm just not going to woohoo right now because it's every single one gets a woohoo. Uh, How to Decide by Annie Duke. Good Habits, Bad Habits by Wendy Wood. Anxiety, The Missing Stage of grief, grief by Claire Bidwell-Smith, Perfectly Hidden Depression, How to Break Free from the Perfectionism that Masks Your Depression by Margaret Robinson Rutherford, uh, Designing for Behaviors Change by Steve Wendell, The Power of Bad by Roy Baumeister and John Tierney, The All or Nothing Marriage, How the Best Marriages Work by Eli Finkel. Blindsight, The Most The hit, Mostly Hidden Ways Marketing Shapes Our Brains by Prince Gumon and Matt Johnson. Um, Ripple, The Big Effects of Small Behavior Change in Business, Jez Groom and April Velicott. Uh, Behavioral Insights by Michael Halsworth and Elspeth Kirkman. From individual well-being to collective welfare by Cornelia Walter. Unconscious by Joel Weinberger. By the way, that was recorded in June, but is not yet published. Uh, so <laughs> just just to let you know. Unleash your primal brain by Tim Ash. Also recorded, but not yet published. Uh, Engaged by Amy Bucher. Before you know it, by John Barge. A better not perfect by Max Bazerman. And Max's episode is not yet published. Yeah, either that. That's coming out shortly. Fantastic. It's a so hell of now- a list.
1: It is a, it is a list. And, and uh, so now let's just talk about our top 10. And so you get five, I get five. We'll try not to double up even though I would love to, and I know we're going to double up we on, will. on, on these. And, and again, these are just the books that we read. Um, and so it doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be somebody that we interviewed. And actually I know my first one is, is one that we have not interviewed. I would love to interview this author, uh, but we haven't had that opportunity yet. So if anybody knows Robert Sapolsky and can make an introduction to us, uh, that would be fantastic because his book, Behave, is my first pick for my 2020 book uh, recommendation for anybody out there. It is a massive book. It is huge. Um, but it is packed full of just really Relative information, if you want to understand why we do what we do, oh my gosh, this is the book to read because it gets into our brain, uh, neurology, the different uh, neurotransmitters that are in there, how our brain is structured, but then it gets into a variety of behavioral aspects and the context aspects and different things. I use a uh, highlighting thing, uh, uh, highlighting, I don't even know what you call it. Uh, it's your reading tool. It's your online it's reading, a, reading tool. It's it? an online reading tool. It's called Readwise. That I can, when I'm in an uh, in an electronic book or article, I can highlight it, and it captures it. And then every day, I get a email that says here are the here are six highlights that you have, have picked from all the books that I've read. And so I get to reinforce that going onward. It's a great, great app. Um, I pre, uh, recommend it for anybody, again, read-wise. And so I'm going through uh, this and I'm just looking at a variety of different, different books, right? So I have, um, you know, Persuasion by Robert Cialdini has 230 highlights. That's uh, a lot. That is a lot. Willpower by Roy Bymuster and John Tierney, 104 highlights, right? Uh, Before You Know It by John Barge, 175 highlights. All right. Yeah. How many, how many with Behave? Behave, 572 highlights 572 highlights with this book this is just amazing yeah so if if there's one book uh, if you haven't read it because you won't be able to finish it in 2020 even if you bought it uh, today uh, but <laughs> if there's a book to read in
0: 2021 i would highly recommend behave by robert sapolsky and behave will absolutely rise to the top as winning the award for the best footnotes ever <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sapolsky is fantastic. He's a really he's a terrific writer, but his footnotes are so great, so yeah, fun. Very true, very true. All right, Tim, how about you? Well, I'm going to turn to one of our guests, uh, "How to Decide" by Annie Annie Duke, uh, and not just because we're in the acknowledgments, which is super sweet of her. I'm. It's a really it's a damn good book on how to decide. For me, she brings great concepts to life. This is the how-to guide, right? This is how to take all the really cool science and actually put it into application. And and she introduces... The, the archer's mindset, which for me was a big, big deal, I really loved, uh, and I and I use this concept um, in in the way that I think about decision making, about about putting some shape and boundaries around what is the size and scope of the target that I'm trying to reach, not just what the bullseye is, and that that's been really helpful for me in in, in my own decision making and, and moving forward with with things. Yeah, I would I would second that
1: as a top ten
0: book for me. Um, uh,
1: and and because it is, you know, I talked about Behave as being this book to read because it just gives you this big understanding of why we do what we do. So, How to Decide is the most practical book that we've read this year of if you want to actually apply this stuff to make your life better. Mm-hmm. My God, Annie does a fantastic job to give you exercises and little pieces of information that you can use in your daily life to Improve how you think and how you make decisions. I mean, just this—the the idea of educated guesses and how you put parameters around those. And and in our interview with her, I loved when we were talking about Drake and looking at you know the number of number one <laughs> and, right. and the way that she she used the the way to process that information to actually get a pretty good educated guess at the number or top ten songs that Drake had. And it's a great how to book, uh, which is uh, you know in the in the title how to decide so yeah there you go. fantastic okay what's your number two um y- you know i, I don't know the, the the rest of them i don't think are in any particular order but uh it was uh, again somebody we interviewed wendy wood um who wrote a book good habit bad habit it was written not this year but it it uh, i read it this year fantastic book that talks about how to how habits are formed, what you can do in order to improve how you use habits to reinforce the the good habits that we have and to be able to break some of the bad habits that we have. I've read a lot on habits. Habits is one of those areas that I just find fascinating. We use it as, as part of the work that we do, but also just from a personal perspective in how do you develop good habits and, and all of those. And Wendy's book is, in my opinion, you know, most of the books on habits have been written by authors who who look at the research, which is fantastic because they write yeah. well. They're like, able to Like Charles
0: duhigg. yeah, Charles yeah. duhigg. Yeah. You know even,
1: even Adam Grant in uh, James Clear. Or James Clear. sorry, not Adam Grant. James Clear in Atomic Habits you know, uh, they're not necessarily researchers. Wendy is a researcher. And so it she uses a lot of her own studies to really highlight these points, but she does it in such a way that is really fascinating and easy to read. But again, a very applicable book. You can take what she says and apply it, to, you know, immediately into your own life, which is fantastic.
0: I've been familiar uh, with the, the Habit, uh, literature for some time, and uh, Duhigg and Fog and um, and James Clear and, and those guys. It wasn't until I read Wendy's book that I really started to see the connection between living a happy life and and forming good habits. Yeah. Like 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 for some reason, the way she framed it really brought this idea that the choices that we make. In that our habit development lead to happiness in our life, and that was a big aha for me. So I, I and Carson, she's fan, she was a fantastic um, guest as well. Yeah, but, but I think that that uh, that would absolutely be a you know one of one of my top books as well, Kurt. All right, okay. Uh, my my next book is going to go to uh, my next pick is going to Michael Halsworth and Elspeth Kirkman with behavioral insights. Oh my gosh! Fantastic book on, you know this. It's uh, it's part of the MIT series uh, for, you know, for providing an overview. Yeah, and I see you've actually got your copy with all marked up and all, all all the notes in it. It's fantastic. But maybe the most important thing for me was as someone who is practicing and applying behavioral science, they very carefully and very uh intentionally laid out the design process how you're going to lay out and, and design a behavior change initiative and seven of the ten steps are basically preparing the design and I love the fact that they really take so much care to say the most important thing that you're going to do is design this yeah that was that was the big takeaway for me how about for you kurt oh I, I, again fantastic book and and
1: because this is a paper copy I like got an actual physical copy I have it doesn't go into readwise but I would I'd have to assume I mean the number of highlights that I have in here I don't think it would reach up to behave level but man it would be in the hundreds if you know multiple hundreds yeah. it is just a fantastic book with just these wonderfully written insights into uh a both this concept, as you said, about how to apply this and, and how do you design these these interventions, but also really overviewing you know how this works and why why it's important. And those, I think that combination, I, I was going, I, in reality, I was going into it. I was kind of going, oh, all right. It's another book on just kind of the overview of, of behavioral science. And I left going, wow, this summarizes kind of the history, but also gives a really practical uh, application and is written beautifully. It is just a,
0: one of the um, just well-written book that I've read. So. Yeah. And accurately. Oh my gosh. There's just, there's just not a word out of place. It's really fantastically written. So, yeah. okay. What, what's next on your list? You know, I, I'm going to go with scarcity
1: um, by Sendhil uh and Eldar Shafir. And again, it was written a long time ago. So, but I just got around to reading it this year mm-hmm. yep. and uh, again what i like about this book is that it talks about scarcity in this larger picture uh scarcity not just from a financial scarcity but time scarcity attention scarcity variety of different things and and shows how prevalent that is in some of the the detriments that we have as people and what that causes us to do from uh Making decisions that that aren't necessarily in our optimal uh, long term outcome to th- a decrease in in IQ to a number of different factors and it is just one of those books that got me thinking about this in a much broader broader sense that this idea of scarcity that this piece that if we feel like we don't have enough time, if we feel like we don't have enough money, if we feel like we we aren't having enough ability to pay attention to things, the, the impact that that has on us is much more than what I would have assumed cognitively thinking about this. So again, a fascinating book.
0: Yeah, I don't know Elders' work all that well, but but I'm pretty familiar with Sendels' work uh, across a variety of domains. And this is a fantastic book, Scarcity. Really, uh, it's not so much from an evolutionary perspective, but like you said, it's about the behavior of uh, that we have today and how this this uh, the mindsets and the experiences and the contexts influence us in our decision making. It's it is fantastic. Yeah. All right. Okay. What's next for you? Uh, so n- the next on my list is a book that I didn't want to love. I'm just going to tell you that. So <laughs> well, what do you mean? What do you why didn't you want to love this book? I've known Rory for a bunch of years and have had many conversations with him that he is such a smart guy, and it's like, okay, is the book just going to be a retread of all the all the things that we talked about? And and actually, before it was published, he and I had a conversation about, oh, alchemy. You know, he said, you know, I I'm, I'm stealing your business name because my my consultancy is behavior alchemy. He said, I hope you don't mind, but it's a it's a great term, and so I'm using it for the book. I'm like, and I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I'm not going to love this book. It's just going to be a retread. Then I read it, and I loved the book. <laughs> Alchemy by Rory Sutherland is a fantastic book filled with great insights, really really clever and thoughtful things the way he he turns things around that just make you go, yeah, what if we just if we just turn the kale- the kaleidoscope around or what if we just turn the telescope around and look the other way, we could get so much more insight. It's fantastic. I I loved it.
1: Yeah. Well, m- my worry was Rory is such a great person when you talk to him or when you hear him, and he has such a way of, of bringing these insights to life, and he has a big personality, right? Dude. He is a, a big personality in life, and, and and it's just captivating and engaging, and I was really worried that he wasn't going to be able to capture that in a book. and. He did. he did. He captured <laughs> yeah, that aspect of, of his person, And so it comes through in the book and you read it and you smile and you laugh and you get these wonderful, as you said, these twists, this little idea of, you know, you can spend a, a billion dollars to improve, you know, how fast you go through the channel between England and France. And and yet, you know, from an overall enjoyment perspective, wouldn't it be better just to put models on the train? And
0: so, <laughs> right. you know, at
1: a, at a fraction of that cost- <laughs> Right. As opposed to to you know redoing all of this, and that's the way he thinks, and it's the way that he looks at, at at the world, and it's a wonderful book to be able to get you, the reader, to take that perspective and to think about things, you know. As he said in our interview, you know, the opposite of a good idea is sometimes a good idea, right. and um, right. that 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 really shines through in this. So, yeah.
0: okay, what's your what's your next? So,
1: uh, again, my 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 next one isn't necessarily a behavioral scientist book, so I will I will preface that, but it's think Like a Rocket Scientist by Ozan Varol, um, who I've been following. Uh, he has a newsletter that has gone out for a number of years, and I've been following him. and he just has a wonderful way of of looking at the world. And this book is a wonderful summation summation of of that. basically, it tells his story, he, he was a rocket scientist who's come into a world of helping people improve how they, how they work and think and different things. And this idea of taking a perspective on the world from looking at it as a rocket scientist would is a rational perspective. And we know that we are emotional creatures, but he brings in some really wonderful pieces of hate. We can improve our life if we think about things in a different way and in a way that maybe a rocket scientist would would do it. And it's a nice theme that pulls throughout his entire book, but he has some wonderful just stories and examples. And again, it got me after reading it, I, I was thinking differently. And that for me is the biggest testament that a book can have is when it gets me to actually think differently and to view the world with a different lens. Wow. Just go for that.
0: I, I have not read the book, and so I don't have anything to comment, but just this idea of thinking differently is so important to both of us. And it came out in a conversation we had today with a couple of researchers in Spain who we're going to be interviewing in, in the months to come. And, and one of them said, uh, Pablo said, so I know it was a good day when I had one perspective, one way of thinking about something at the beginning of the day. And then new new data got introduced to me. And then at the end of the day, I was thinking something differently. I was like, "Exactly, that's so beautiful. Just, exactly. I just, I just, All just, right. Who's next for you? Messengers, who we listen to, who we don't and why. Steve Martin and Joe Marks. Oh, man, those guys just killed it. They absolutely killed it. Now, it, it, there, there was, they, they have new research uh, to bring to this. And I think that it was really valuable. Uh, and they're standing on the shoulders of a lot of really great research about uh, messaging and communication, authenticity, things like this. But maybe one of the the coolest things that, that I took away from the book wasn't just about the messenger, but it was the truthfulness versus trustworthiness. God. That we have this ability in our brain to separate who we can, cons- like we will take someone who we consider trustworthy over someone who is truthful. And that was a bit of a mind blower. And of course, this is something I know that you want to talk about, and it's so applicable in the world that we're living in right now.
1: Yeah, what I loved about this book is it brings to light a lot of – if you look at the news today and you look at the political divisions that we have and you wonder whatever side of the political spectrum you're on, how the other side can believe what they're believing in the face, as you said, of the truth – that's out there and yet we still have people who are you know doubling and tripling and quadrupling down on things that by all objective measures are not there it's it, this book goes in and and it allows you an insight into why some people are doing that why we do that and, and again that's on either side of the political spectrum but it is this idea that the messenger it's it's the messenger who brings uh, what they say is who the messenger is, is just as important, if oftentimes more important more. than the content itself. Yeah. So, again, going back to your truth, truthfulness versus trustworthiness, this idea. And it's it's a really well-researched book. It has a wonderful thread through it that brings back this research, but then brings it into a really easy read. And I, Again, just fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Kurt, what's next
1: on your list? All right. So my uh, rounding out my top five, um, again, one of the guests that we had, and and again, this is an older book. Uh, It's Before You Know It by John Barge. And anybody who's listened to this podcast knows that I am a big prime priming uh, uh, advocate, believer, whatever it would be that you want to call it. And John is obviously, you know, one of the the main investigators who have, have brought automaticity into the limelight and 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 done it. And there's been obviously as as we've talked about on the show, elements of replication that maybe aren't there. But this book again is just this brings to to light the the breadth of all of this research, all of the various different researches, uh research insights on priming and automaticity and gets into why why this works and what are some of the the hypotheses behind the the concept of priming and how it actually works within our brain in order to influence our behavior and it's just again a well-written book uh, and and I know uh, you know, from your perspective there's a lot of musical references in it because john is a big musical guy so there's some really fun fun pieces it's a it's an easy good read and again i just found it really it got me thinking and it changed the way that i was thinking about some of the stuff
0: well and at a very core level it reveals on a very deep level how curious, John Barges, right? That he has this intense curiosity and follows that curiosity. So I think all of us have a little bit of curiosity about things, but John, he digs in and and, and is a fabulous researcher in large part because of his curiosity. So. Fantastic. All right. Your last one. So my last one in the, in the top five is by Tim Ash. It's Unleash Your Primal Brain. Now, that book is actually hitting the market in just a couple of months. Um, but we got a pre-read on it. And it's, you know what? Uh, this is, uh, again, is like, oh, am I really going to like this? And then I started reading. And it was like, fantastic. It's really well-written. It's incredibly well-researched. And and Tim is uh, brings refreshing, really thoughtful um, a kind of a, a coalition or a collision of really good ideas together to help us understand the connection between our evolutionary psychology and our behavior today. That I, so I, I I just loved it and, and and just want to make it want to really recommend people go out and get, grab it when it comes onto the market in April.
1: Yeah, it's a fantastic book that again brings to light some of the elements of evolutionary psychology into a real-world application of what that means for us, what it means for our everyday behaviors, which is, again, it's been talked about, it's been discussed, but Tim brings a nice, fresh perspective on it. Mm-hmm. And he, again, backs it up with a lot of great research. And so it's, it's a wonderful read. And actually we haven't released his uh, interview yet, but that's coming out soon, or will come out probably right before the book. Um, in April, April 28 April as, as yeah. well. So uh, stay tuned for that,
0: folks. Should we talk about some uh, honorable mention, mentions? Oh, my gosh. You know, it, it, we would
1: uh, we could go on and on and on, but uh, this would be in multiple hours of, of <laughs> yes. podcast that everybody would get really bored with. Um, but, yeah, I think we have each have about four or five, six uh, honorable mentions. And so I'll just go with mine uh, really quick. It, Indistractable by uh, Nir Eyal, a Great book. Wonderful insights engaged by Amy Booker. Again, we interviewed her, but the book is just a, it's a beautiful book. It's full color, wonderful book, just from a visual perspective, but the content, the content in it, if you are a designer, if you are looking and trying to get people uh, engaged with, with what you're doing and, and the products you're designing or the services that you're providing great book. Ripple by Jez Groom and April Velicott. Oh, my yes. gosh. Uh, they, they bring, again, uh, you know, similar to Rory, this book that just brings to life these concepts in a real-world application perspective. Wow, fantastic. Um, Robert Glazer, another ju- uh, guy that I I, I I subscribed to his newsletter, and he wrote this book, Elevate. Uh, it's just a wonderful book that... Uh, kind of gives you hope in, in a world that sometimes doesn't always have as much hope as, as we would want. Uh, yeah. Designing for Behavior Change by Steve Wendell. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, he um, had him as a guest. The, the book is fantastic, particularly if you are thinking of utilizing behavioral science in your work. Great book because it gives you practical Practical insights into how do you design for behavior change? How do you design products? How do you design um, processes? Various different pieces, and the last one is invisible influence by by Jonah Berger, who again, yeah. um, it goes into some of this aspects of priming uh, and 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 looking at all these invisible influences that are impacting why we do what we do. Fantastic book, really well written, and just love them all. There could be could go on and on,
0: but I'll I'll cut it off there. So, in my honorable mention category, I want to start by going off uh, territory here, off the farm. uh, Start with White Fragility by Robin DiAngelo. Uh, Given the social unrest this year, especially in Minneapolis here, where where you and I live, Kurt, uh, very important book to read if you are white. I highly recommend uh, White Fragility. It's a really Great perspective on on racism uh, in in the world, and I, I think that that's that's pretty fantastic. All or nothing marriage: How the oh. best marriages work by Eli Finkel. Right, that was so fun. Such and again, it was one of those books like, wow, really great insights. Really great insights on relationships.
1: And again, on that, just really quick, I, it's one that has changed how I I inter, interact with my wife. It influenced. my 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 world and not just my world my my family so thank you thank you for for that eli because it's it's wonderful
0: another one of those that actually had a big impact on relationship is the power of bad uh roy baumeister and john tierney's book uh with the with the four to one rule oh yeah it's it's, you gotta check it out it's 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 a really good read and it's it's wonderfully written and and very good um i also want to call out uh You know, one of my heroes, Max Bazerman's book, "Better Not Perfect," uh, which is a really beautiful story about ethics and uh, the application of behavioral science for good, and uh, Ashley Willen's book, "Time Smart," is fantastic. Uh, You know, we have not had her as a guest, but holy smokes, the idea that we are time poor and time management poor in across the world, not just, uh, is is a terrific, terrific story. Oh, and oh, and blind sight. Holy cow! Oh, yes. uh, uh, oh my god! And Matt Johnson's Blindsight, bringing lots of cool insights f- uh, to the world of marketing, which you and I have spent a lot of time, you know, of, of our careers in. This is fantastic. It, Blindsight was a great read. Yeah, that this
1: idea of midliminal, right? This this yes. concept is is a, a again fascinating read. Great insights for anybody who is in marketing, advertising, sales. The the insights are fantastic. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think we've, we've talked that well, through and well, I don't know.
0: <laughs> there's more, I'm sure we, we could go talk on about.
1: and on and on, but uh, th- those are the books. And, and there's only so many as, as you know, we have a time deficit. There's only so much time in the day to listen to podcasts and to read. And I, I know <sighs> we'd love to, to get more, but so I think that wraps it up, right? Uh, wraps up the best behavioral book list for 2020. And we yeah. hope that you have enjoyed this discussion.
0: Yeah, I hope so, too. You know, we also hope you check out the links in the show notes for all the books that sounded interesting to you. Uh, don't waste any time. Just go out to your favorite local bookstore and pick them up. Or or Amazon. You can go out to Amazon. You know, a lot of people buy all of their books on
1: Amazon, particularly in the uh, pandemic, right? I
0: know. I know. True enough. Okay. And, you know, Amazon was my, like, go-to for books in those days before there were really other options. So, okay. Uh, now it just seems like lots of bookstores have warehouses. And if you wanted to... Order from a local business, then I'm just going to put that out there as being a good thing.
1: Yeah, so support your local business. That's probably a really good thing. Go out there and do that, particularly in this time of pandemic. So I, I will take your I will take your lead on that, Tim. But if you don't want to support your local business, buy from Amazon. <laughs> The parenthetical on that <laughs> i don't know sometimes you know there's less friction and that is wow. another piece which is another great book that i read this year friction, that we didn't even talk about Dulley. friction. Oh, yes. oh my god that was another fantastic book i think that was last i might have read that last year so maybe that's why um but uh, again another good book anyway good enough tim um let's just end this uh discussion with a thank you to all of our listeners and to all of the wonderful authors that we had as guests and we hope that you just have a fantastic week and go out and find your groove.